Okay, people, who wants a Spider-Man movie? We do! Who wants a Lord of the Rings TV show? We do! Do you want the stuff to be accurate to the novels and comic books that it came from? Yes! Are you aware that those things were made in the past and all the characters are white? No! Well, do you want it to be accurate? Uh, uh, uh! Screw you! Just call me a racist and be done with it! Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Amazon is coming out with a Lord of the Rings TV show. I think they spent $500 million on it, so it's the most expensive TV show ever. And they dropped the, the first um, trailer for it during the Super Bowl. It looks expensive. I mean, the special effects for a TV show are, they look very, very expensive. Pretty good. Pretty good and very expensive. But So the anti-woke media critics on YouTube have been talking about the Lord of the Rings. Because maybe a week or two ago, they came out with um, posters for it. And there was like a black elf, a black dwarf. And I feel like there must be some Asian and Hispanics in there too. I'm not sure. And then, of course, you know, some white people. So the question is, like, does it matter? I think, you know, the book, the Lord of the Rings comes from some books. And whatever. The guy, not only is it the Lord of the Rings books, plus the Hobbit book, plus there's another book that just, like, goes into the history of the world. And I don't think there was many people of color in in that world. What is that? Middle Earth. Basically, it was based on, I don't know, like the medieval times in Britain. It was a guy, you know, the guy, Tolkien, who wrote it, like he was a super into British history type guy. And so he wanted to create kind of a fictional British history thing. And there are different races in Middle Earth, but, you know, the different races are Hobbit, Elf, Human, Dwarf. And I was watching a thing. Apparently, amongst the elves, there are high elves and sylvan elves. And apparently, the high elves look down on the sylvan elves. I think they're, uh, whatever. They're racist. They're racist against the sylvan elves. But the elves all still look white. And so, I'm willing to just wait and see. I mean, I'll illegally download the first episode, even though I do have an Amazon Prime account. I just like what I like. Sue me. Actually, please do not sue me. But if the TV show turns out to be a wonderful TV show, then I think pretty much, for me, all is forgiven. But if it isn't good, then it starts making you, I don't know, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth as a fan. I mean, I've read, I've read the books. I'm trying to think. They're huge books. It, it, they're huge, and they're, it's a slow, boring read it's terrible it's torturous but i still done it i think twice and both times i could not finish the third book but i think that would you know i think that you can count me as a fan i mean i did that when i was a teenager or maybe younger the first time i read them i was pretty young so you know you can call me a fan i was excited for the movies that came out in the i don't know around year 2000 or whatever and those i enjoyed them when they came out and they're actually slow, boring, torturous movies also. But, you know, just to talk about woke media. So anyways, The Lord of the Rings, it's woke. You know, they may have a elf police officer who kills an unarmed black dwarf or something. But the issue with woke stuff, there's a couple issues. 
The first thing is, it seems like a lot of TV shows, I mean, you don't know. Was it going to be bad either way, or was it bad because they got woke? Like, instead of writing a good story, they just thought if they put in a diverse cast of characters, that was all it would take? I mean, it's hard to say. You don't, you don't, you can't find the alternate reality where they didn't go woke and see if the TV shows are any better. And like right now, there's a gay Superman and a gay Aquaman. So superheroes, right, they're, they're race swapping them, they're gender bending them, they're doing all the stuff with the superheroes. And so like what some people say is like, hey, if you want a gay superhero, don't make Superman gay. Create your own gay superhero from scratch. You know, and I guess if you want a story about black dwarfs, then we'll go write some books about you know, a different world, not Middle-earth by J.R.R. Tolkien's, some other world where the dwarfs are black, I guess, if that's what's important. But the issue with that stuff is that people, they want stuff that they've heard of, basically the consumer, the media consumer. Like, you know, they've heard of Spider-Man, so they want some more Spider-Man. And if you're going to make, I mean, they are, they've done this, right? They made a movie. They're coming out with two more movies. They got a black Spider-Man. His name is Miles Morales, so he's half Puerto Rican or something. But anyways, they ignore that part and just make him black. It'd be more interesting. A Puerto Rican Spider-Man would be much more interesting. But I guess that's not woke enough. But basically, so people want Spider-Man. They don't want some other black superhero who has the powers of a, I don't know, an arachnid. What, has, what, has, what else has eight legs? Scorpion? Crab? Crab Man. They don't want a black Crab Man. They want Spider-Man. And so if they want Spider-Man and you're going to be woke, then you're just like, well, fine, we'll give them a black Spider-Man. And so basically that's how it is. The people who make the stuff want to be woke. And the people who watch the stuff, they want it to be famous things that they've heard of and have loved since their childhood. And so instead of anyone making anything new, you just get black, gay, transgender versions of the old classics. And I was watching a video, some guy made a video, um, I guess in, in one of the Hobbit movies, there's a black woman in the crowd. Like some guy's giving a speech about how they gotta kill the dragon, and then the camera pans to the crowd, and, you know, it's just a bunch of like medieval European peasants, and they're kind of that peasant kind of outfits that they used to wear. And then one of them is just black. And then, you know, it kind of stands out. But, so the guy making the video, I, I think he was not in favor of having just a random peasant be played by a black actor. But he made an interesting point. So, I guess when J.R.R. Tolkien was creating the Middle Earth stuff, he created, like, you know, a giant map of the world. He created the whole world, I think. He created a giant map of the world with, like, many different countries. And so... You know, all the stories take place kind of in, like, the British part of the world. But I think there are far-off countries that have, like, you know, warm climates. Basically, that might sound like the Middle Eastern countries or African countries or something, or Asian or who knows what. And so this guy is saying, like, well, you know, like, you know, this lady, you know, who is this lady? Why is she here just standing in the crowd? The camera just pans past her once. I don't think, you know, she doesn't get no lines. She's just standing there. And he's like, you know, if you go by the the rules or whatever, by the way the the Middle Earth was created, um, she would be like 
she'd be more interesting than everyone else in the entire movie. Like, somehow, she has traveled from, you know, like, 17 countries over to get to this place that looks like medieval Europe. Like, they'll probably mention it in the, um, in the TV show, but you've heard of Gandalf, Sauron, and Saruman. And those are all kind of like, they're kind of like angels, they're kind of like gods. Anyways, and there's two other ones that they don't, you don't hear about, but anyways, they're called the Blue Wizards. There's like Gandalf the Grey and Saruman the White. It doesn't matter. But anyways, so the, you know they all have their own colors. And there was two blue wizards. And so and the blue wizards like went off to distant lands. And so maybe the blue wizards went off to this you know the 17 countries over, where it's like Africa. And they interacted with this woman and told her about the dragon and she's got to go do something or you know who knows what. Like anyways, her story would be fabulous. But that's not what they do. They just like, they just like, put a black person in this crowd. This crowd is looking too white. Put a black person in there. And you know, does any? And I doubt anyone. The people who make these shows don't care about, um, the stuff that fans care about. You know, they probably didn't read the books as kids, and they're like super passionate about it. So I doubt they go. Huh. I wonder how this lady got here. Maybe we should, you know spend a little bit of effort and some writing and some screen time to explain why this lady is here. They're like, nope, I want a black I want a black person in this crowd, I want two Asians in that crowd, and a Hispanic in that other crowd. Alright, thanks. Done. And if the fans complain about it, they're racist. And another interesting thing, um, I think it was Variety, some magazine, they came out with an article saying that Lord of the Rings fans who don't want diverse casting are racist but I think they came out with the article before the posters came out so no one knew no one knew that it was a diverse casting so they wrote the article calling the fans racist before the fans had even been able to uh, be racist or not racist so that was interesting twitter handle at anti-woke podcast and thanks for listening